All right. Good evening, everyone. Old Fashioned Takes. We got season two, episode four tonight. You got Dennis and you got Martin. And I brought hello. Stu with me. Wow. Boogie yeah. with Stu. Boogie with Stu. It is a uh, segment. Yeah, it could be. This is a uh, store pick from Barrel Bourbon. Excellent. Excellent bourbon. All right. Fancy man bourbon over there. I'm going to um, open my drink. And you tell me what it is. You ready? Mm -hmm. Well, it surely didn't sound like Oye Ocho, one of the many (laughs) proud sponsors of Old Fashioned Takes. All right. Here, I'll give you another hint. Uh Uh-huh. Wow, it's uh, it's classy. It's it looks like a beer and a coffee cup. It's ah, uh, wow. It is a a lager from not Bush. I'm drinking a tall boy of Narragansett, put inside a Yeti mug to keep it cold. I didn't know we could have beer on this podcast. Yeah, I didn't either. I was gonna ask if the, the viewers if they think it's okay. Maybe they should vote um, and then let us know if that's all right. Yeah, but just uh, uh, leave that I in the comments with the video. I didn't have time to put whiskey in a fancy glass. Plus, I don't know how many weeks in a row I can say bullet bourbon. So, doing beer. You got to go to a liquor store, my friend. I think the um, and North Carolina ABC stores uh, have a really poor selection. Don't get anything unique. Anyways, I'm sorry. We are totally getting. Um, off track we're gonna go under 60 minutes again this week as we always do always under an hour yep and so uh, we are going to uh talk about you know what we watched what we saw anything cool and i have a couple notes from both college and nfl we're gonna do the playoff we're gonna switch it up and do playoff eliminator uh talk about what we think are the best teams go to picks and then we'll have a special guest as we do the week four fantasy recap all right martin um, let's get it started. So what did you watch this weekend, my friend? Well, I watched a lot of football Saturday cause I had a lot of studying to do on Sunday. For those that don't know, I took BCPS today. Um, and it was basically like taking the Netflix all over again. So I spent the majority of the week studying, but I did watch football on Saturday cause I can't resist a good college football. Uh, I watched the top teams look dominant. I watched Lane Kiffin look like 10-year-old Martin playing Madden on his PS2, refusing to punt in obvious punt situations, and Alabama Kiffin, rolling to like a 28-point lead. Some of the, his buttons on his controllers are, are broken or something, so he just like looks hopeless against Alabama. Yeah, at Alabama too, man. The cojones on that guy, but his team got beat pretty soundly. Georgia smacked the crap out of Arkansas. That was one of my notes. Man, look dominant. They'd shut them out, right? They shut them out. 37 to 0. 37 to 0. Uh, we had a we had one top upset. Oregon goes down at Stanford in overtime. That's your uh, final four pick. I know. And I don't think they're necessarily out of it because they could still win the Pac 12 and get a pity vote. It kind of. No, comes... no, no. I'll tell you who's taking their spot. But before yeah. we get to that, man, I, I want to go back to Georgia really quick. Okay. So I think they've given up, is it 23 points total? During the uh, yeah. uh, going into the Arkansas game, they were giving fi- up 5.8 points per game. And obviously it's less than that now. I think it might be less than five points per game they're giving up now. Yep. Looking dominant. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you were oh. saying you have you think Oregon has a chance. I think I there's still another team going think in there. They have a chance. I mean, like I said from the beginning, I thought it was going to be Alabama, Arkansas, or pardon me, Alabama, Georgia, a Big Ten team, whoever makes it out of that mess. I'm not ready to crown any of them just yet. And I think it's going to be a Pac-12 team. And I feel like the team that you want to put in there now is Cincinnati. 
but I oh, think we all, actually we, no, it, it's not Cincinnati. It's it's actually um, the Michigan Wolverines. Wow. This well, they might be the Big Ten team. Pick. You know, so they're in the top ten now, and and yep. they have higher odds to get into the college football playoffs than Ohio State. Well, which that is really what I care about. Up up until the last week when they play Ohio State. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. This year it's at Michigan. They've got to feel good, but Michigan basically has not played the crux of their schedule yet. They get to, um, let's see who they have coming up. I was actually looking at Ohio State's schedule, so I might have it backwards. But yep, they get to travel to Michigan State, travel to Penn State, and then host OSU to finish the year. So I don't know if they're getting through that gauntlet unscathed. Um, they've already beaten five teams, right? What's another five or six or seven more? Yeah. That logic doesn't make any sense, but that's that's how how we're just going to wish for Michigan. I I actually honestly think they're overranked, if that's a word. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence in this team. I don't even think they're that good. So, yeah. Thanks for losing, Notre Dame. Yep. Notre Dame is, eh, I hope, I hope the heels beat them this year, but the heels still scare the crap out of me. I know they smoke Duke, but Duke is Duke lost to UNC Charlotte. (laughs) That's all I have to say about Duke's here. Uh, as a Texas fan, I like the, the Texas win over TCU. That was their purple kryptonite over the past seven years. Uh, went up to TCU, got a win there. And now all eyes on the Red River shootout. Say it with me. Shootout. Shootout. Not showdown, <laughs> not rivalry. Red River shootout. There's, that's not even like un-PC to say that. So I'm excited for that. Coming up, 11 a.m. kickoff over here. I will be getting ready for a wedding, getting hammered, and watching the shootout. Awesome. And, and as we wrap up our college football, uh, you know, highlights and whatnot, um, actually our guest has joined and I'll let our guest introduce himself in a second. I just thought he had, he joined about like 10 minutes, like really right after we got through the beer talk and I've just kept him on mute because I've just uh, been creepily listening. Yeah, exactly. Cause that's what he deserves after this kind of performance. So what we'll do is we'll switch up the order a little bit, but um, as we're doing that, do you want to say hello, Michael, to all of our listeners across the globe on Spotify? Hello, listeners across the globe. How many uh, listeners do you have on a monthly basis these days? I so it's more than count that high. more than more than four or more than five. And that's the number of it's figures a, I have. So it's at least one. Yeah. That's that's fair. Let's see. There's three of us here. I've got a mom. Dennis has a mom. I think Rob listened to it last week. <laughs> I played on my iPhone, my iPad, and my Mac all at the same time. It counts as a few. I just keep kicking refresh on YouTube. <laughs> do, you, do you know what Rob told me last week? <laughs> he said that him and Emily just listen to it just, you know, on a daily basis and it soothes them. Ah, I believe it. Wow, what an honor. something about your voice, I think. In, in the crazy ID world that he's lived in the past couple of years, it's nice to know that we can give him refuge. That's funny. You know what Kenny told me? He said that him and his wife listen to it before they have their intimate times. That is really funny. He didn't actually say that. I just like wanted to throw him under but the bus. But you should ask him about it at least. I, yeah. I know that they've listened to it before, but ever since we keep making fun of them about fantasy, maybe they're uh, lost their loyalty. What is there to make fun of about him, though? He's, uh, he beat me. Well, is that an accomplishment? Big brain, <laughs> big brain, Plasnik. <laughs> so, Plasnik and, and Martin, should we get to our fantasy week then? 
yeah, we got our guest here. Let's hear about how this week in our in our league went. My dog just broke his toy. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So fantasy, this is week four. Uh, we have our special guests on. What should we do? Should we do his matchup first? Should we uh, then go through the rest of our matchups and, and uh, make them jealous that we can all score 100 points? Uh, <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> yeah. You know what my fatal error is points. this year? Is not having Hunter Renfro on my team. That is He's taken, too. Error. Someone else has him on their team, I think. Someone else has him. Are, are you sure it's because your players aren't thick enough? We gave you some advice last week. I don't know if you listened to our podcast last week. You gave us some advice. You were giving us your thoughts on how you drafted your team. You got some uh, some skinny boys on your team, Plasic. You need some thick boys. Who would you consider skinny? Uh, Robbie Anderson. Is Chubb Chubb not a thick boy? Well, Chubb's thick, but they hand it off to the thicker guy. Chubb's thick in like a little boy way, you know, in like a Chubb way, in like a seven-year-old, you know, pinch your cheeks kind of way. Yeah, like hasn't kind of lost the baby fat. Doughboy almost. Do you get that sense? He looks kind of happy in his picture. I could see that. Yeah. I'd poke him. No, really, the poster boy for your team is Robbie Anderson. That's what we were saying. Yeah, Calvin Ridley skinny, DeAndre Hopkins skinny, Jacoby yeah, Myers skinny. Paul Brady doesn't eat bread. Justin Tucker, <laughs> that's a skinny kicker, bro. That can kick at sixty-six yards. He got thick feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, I'm trying. I'm trying to find your matchup here. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, well, since you're on, we'll we'll, we'll start with you. How's that? And that sounds uh, great. I I know you're you've got your hands full right now. Clearly, with thinking about how to improve your fantasy team, um, I actually didn't get to looking at everything that happened. But what happened is here for the review, uh, the reviewers, the listeners here. So, Plasic played the Red Hot Julius Peppers who named his fantasy team after a defensive player that doesn't isn't on fantasy and probably hasn't played in like five years. But anyways, retired. You are Plazic, our um, special guest because you are the low score of the week. Wow. I feel honored. Two weeks in a row, baby. Keep it up. I'll tell you what, Plazic, I I should like give you a lot of appreciation and love because Sunday night I was kind of spiraling mentally as I was about to lose three more matchups. I'm in three leagues. I'm losing all of them thinking that I'm going to be brought on the show for this exact reason. In addition to my <laughs> co-host duties. And then I look, but at I you helped you out. Yeah. And I hugged my girlfriend tight and I said, baby, it's not me this week. It's not me. Another week that you survived another week. Hey, but Plazic, you took our advice and you didn't start Mark Ingram. I did not. And look how good it turned out for you. Your running back scored 12 and nine points. That's way better than two and a half. Yep. You quadrupled Mark Ingram's production at two. Hey, and you know what you're going to get from Mark Ingram. What do you have? 2.5 last week? Mm -hmm. Yep. 2.5 last week. He has 2.4 this week. So at least he's consistent. Honestly, that's a pretty decent average. If everybody scores 2.5 on your team, that's almost 30 points. That's about half of what you had. Big brain. (laughs) Big brain like that. But I do. Very very data-driven over here. He does All right, so uh, let's let's look at uh, Plazic's team. All right, Tom Brady. Wow. Weird performance. 11 points from Tom Brady. No quarterback. Yeah, I honestly didn't touchdown. expect that. Yeah, he's been uh, quarterback four, I think, so far. He's been really good this year. You would have thought he would have been uh, motivated playing against his former team and, and evil Belichick. 
He gave you no touchdowns, 11 points. Um, Jameis Winston had a better fantasy performance than Tom Brady. So we live in that world. Nick Chubb, uh, he got you 12 points. That's good. Trey Sermon got you points. DeAndre Hopkins, single digits. Calvin Ridley. Man, these are not good performances. Your top performer was Jacoby Myers, and then basically Justin Tucker was right there amongst your best performers. I'm looking at your bench. You know, as much as I want to shit on you, Classic, you did about as, as good as you could have done. Yep. I'm proud of you. As a manager, you started the least shitty players you have. Unfortunately, they're not good players. Pretty shitty team. But hey, I want you to look at that and you see Jacoby Myers right now as the all-star on your team. What are your initial reactions? Not what I expected. But, uh, you know, when I'm dealing with people like Robbie Anderson and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who else is on that bench? Dude, you still have Devontae Booker rostered. Just in case. You never know. Just in uh, case what? Even if Saquon gets hurt, I don't think Devontae Booker plays. I think Daniel yeah, Jones just becomes the running back. <laughs> just in case Mark Ingram goes down and <laughs> David Johnson and like the top 200 running backs in the league, just in case you need that 1.7 <laughs> points. This is the way I think though. You know, there's always injuries. <laughs> well, here, here's praying those knees don't hold up. Speaking of, uh, did your tight end Logan Myers get injured? Cause he had zero points. Logan Thomas, he did. Logan Thomas did get hurt. Do you want to know a fun thing about Logan Thomas? Now I feel really bad. Go ahead. So, um, Logan Thomas went to – hold on. He went to my uh, rival high school. And so he, this dude's about six – I have six, six, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to do high jump against him. Whoa. And, and – I had no chance, as you can imagine. So I would like start the bar at like five eight because I'm white. I can't jump. But you have less but wind have resistance less... than him. Yeah, you're like I... the Robbie Anderson of high jumping. You could basically float up there. That that's fair, but I don't have those skills. And so I would I would do like five eight and I get it. And then Logan would just wait until it was about six two. <laughs> and then he everybody else would hit the bar and then Logan would jump once, like easily get off the six two and win. He would just get first place jumping a single time. Just one, one time and high jump. That's all it takes. It kind of makes me sad that I live in a world where there's athletes like that, and I'm not even close to being one of them. I'm the opposite of one of them. <laughs> I get to talk about them for 10 people to listen to. Well, Plaza, you mentioned you jump 5'8". That's not bad because that, in fact, is taller than um, this one of this pod's favorite players slash my favorite player, Khalif Raymond. And this might be a good time to mention Khalif Raymond. He's five foot six. He plays wide receiver for the Detroit Lions in case nobody knows who he is still. Nobody knows. Uh, That that makes sense. I didn't know who he was. He (laughs) caught two touchdowns this week. He had, I think it was uh, 16 standard points. That would have helped you this week. So, you know, if you've been listening, I've been telling you to pick up Khalif Raymond every single week. It would have been your top player. You know, the good thing is I probably have the first waiver wire priority so i could it's true there's a lot of uh, players available and probably more lions to your team in week five it's a strong play this is my first anti-lions comment of the rest of the podcast there's many (laughs) more to come well hey if you're looking for 2.5 1.7 points there's a lot of guys that can get that to you yep and they play for the lions there's the second one let's go (laughs) baby (laughs) 
my last question for Plastic, because I'm in a similar boat in a different league, is DeAndre Hopkins and back-to-back weeks, single digits. Are you panicking? Well, I think this is a good opportunity to sell low. <laughs> you hear that? Michael's taking offers, baby. He's looking for skinny running backs, skinny tight ends. Who do you think the skinniest running back is? That's, that's who I'm going to go for. Oh, that's a great question. I'm just going to have to pull up. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles backup, Kenneth Gainwell. That guy's really skinny. Even though his last name would lead you to believe that he is quite invested in his his gym time. (laughs) He ain't gain poor. (laughs) Let's see. Let me just pull up all the running backs real quick. Who's a skinny boy? Uh, I I, I look at this list and I want to say McCaffrey, but I wonder if that's just me saying, well, he's white. He's probably smaller than the other running backs. I don't know. They, they're all probably much bigger than me. You know what? I'll do some research and I'll, I'll send that trade offer out. Yep. Looking forward to seeing it in the league. All right. So let, that's, that's actually, you know, um, the probably last question that I had is which Detroit Lions player are you going to pick up in fantasy this week? But I, I gave, basically gave you the answer to that already. So um, what do you say? Should we move on to the rest of the fantasy matchups? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about people that, also don't score actually matter yeah plastic and love your opinion and you know jealousy as we talk about some of these other guys maybe we could start with my matchup how's that sound yeah shows how it's done i i played still milking the beer mile yep when did we do the beer mile was it 2017 uh it it was the last time i ran a mile so (laughs) about yeah probably 2017 and you know what since that moment Matt Davidson probably has won a total of 10 games in this league. <laughs> That's why he's still milking. Hey, we'll make but... it 11. Cause he got a win against me. You know what? I deserve this. Chubba, Chubba, Choo Choo uh-huh. traded uh-huh. away Chubba Herbert. So I had to expect this coming, yeah. but here's what happened. So I would not have won this basically no matter what. All right. So Matt gets 30 points, almost 30 points from Dak from Saquon mm-hmm. from Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. From DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. If you get that kind of performance and that kind of consistency, there's like nothing that my team could do for that. Um, Jalen Hurts had another 28 points, even though his team got blown mm-hmm. out. Yep. And then I think after that, my kicker, Tyler Bass, or maybe it's Tyler Bass. I don't know. But he was my mm-hmm. next best player. Um, and then for some reason, I continue to play Jalen Rieger, who's been averaging less than four points in like yep. the last three weeks. Yep. If you oh. average 2.5, though, like we said earlier, it's That's pretty good. True. Maybe you should trade for him. Big upgrade. So that, you know, that kind of performance from, from Matt gets him his first win. Um, sad that it had to come against me, but I guess I got bad juju from the Chuba Chuba Chuchus. Yeah, man. You're out here. You've lost to uh, both roommates at your first townhouse, wherever that was. Yeah, are you, are you going to change your name now? I have to, which is sad because I even got a custom made image for my team mascot. Yep. <laughs> you reached out to a graphic designer for that very intricate Thomas the Train. Yeah. So our, our team is in trouble for more reasons than just our record. Yeah. I look at I look at your team, man, and I, I wonder why you took both of the Tar Heel rookie running backs. Big, big homer move. Also, the guy that refuses to admit Justin Fields is good at anything, still has Justin Fields on his roster. Oh, don't worry. I put in a waiver wire. 
Oh, did you? Well, for looking Trey forward Lance. to not really picking him up. I'm just uh, Jalen Hurts might be the best fantasy quarterback that's not a great quarterback in the real world. Like, you watch him play games, and he looks awful. Garbage, right? And somehow he always has 25-plus points in fantasy. Hey, no picks this week for him. Yeah, no picks, such as fantasy. I look at Matt's team, and Terry McLaren has a great performance, and it's a good time to remind everyone that Taylor Heineke has three straight weeks of being a top-12 fantasy quarterback. This week, I think he was quarterback five. Uh, and he has a new a- endorsement. Did you see that? Is it probably Bud all happened because of his life. Yeah, yeah. it's Bud Light. Yeah. Heineken turned him down. Yep. We're gonna, we got to head up on, on this podcast. Uh, for a half PPR league for both of his receivers to put up 28 is is, is pretty wonderful and surprising. Here's their stat uh, Wonderful lines. because Terry it didn't McLaurin, happen against me. Six catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Pretty good day. DJ Moore, eight receptions, 113 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. Pretty good day. Yeah, they get those against defenses. You expect them to get those against, though, right? Atlanta's defense porous dallas's defense is getting better but it's still historically one of the worst pass defenses but i don't know sam darnold's kind of showing us that the jets wasted three years of his career that he didn't deserve to have wasted like that uh he's got daryl henderson back being healthy really if he can pick up a kicker that scores more than one point a week he's gonna have a solid fantasy year going forward damn andy's got deontay johnson i might have to send matt a trade here yeah, he's probably the best one-win team in the league. Yeah. Um, and, and, and do you know who else beat him in this league? Do tell. It, it was me. You have wins? I have one win against Matt Davidson. Oh, baby. Wow. How many points did you score that week? I think it was 120. Nice. Your team is capable. Man, you must have started like two extra flexes in that league to get to that many points. Two quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to our next matchup, which is uh, the Nuts team versus Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. And really quickly, Minneapolis Miracle won by a lot. I think like almost sixty points. And and I have a question for you guys here: What happened to Ryan Reagan in the offseason? I thought he was kind of like mad. I thought he was bad at fantasy and kind of just played just for the fun of it. I guess he's married. I don't know. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. I think he's he's got blinders on fantasy now. He's got everything finished, right? He graduated. He finished residency. He's got a job. He's married. Basically, all he has left to do is play fantasy football and oh, die. True. He's got nothing else ahead of him. So that's, look at this okay. team. That's this fair. I mean, he's got the man nothing is else to do. Undefeated. Yeah, no distractions on, clearly. Um, his, his wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, actually had mm-hmm. bad games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's still the high point scorer of the week. Yep. Uh, and bad games, but Debo Samuel has an amazing game, courtesy of my oh. Seahawks blowing every assignment. He's already got Damian Willems on his bench, who everyone was going to look to pick up this week after David Montgomery's gone down for like maybe four to six weeks. Ryan's uh, just one step ahead of us. Yep. He, let me he does seem to do that. So How does he I, do that? For some reason, Austin Eckler, who, he's doing really well. I yeah. will... I have trouble and probably will always think of him as uh, Melvin Gordon's backup. Mm-hmm. When or is Eckler legit? Is he actually good? Is he just played a good oh, offense? One, like, no. have I been blind for the last two and a half years? 100%. If, you, if we played in a standard non-PPR league, you wouldn't be half as impressed with Austin Eckler, but he is just a three-down receiving back. He is on the field yeah. all the time. And he's with Herbert. 
Yep. And he's, he's catching everything out of the backfield. He plays a mean air guitar. No, he's real. I have him in my other leagues and I am a big Austin Eckler believer, Stan, truther, whatever the cool kids are calling it. Uh, The guy on Ryan's team that I didn't believe in, who's been putting it in everyone is James Robinson. Did not believe in a Jags running back. Well, maybe not now after we saw what happened with urban Meyer. Yep. Urban stinky finger coming soon sure why don't we why don't we get to urban meyer a little bit um i think we have all seen the uh the old images of of urban meyer but i guess just want to get plastic maybe we'll start with you we just want to kind of get your reaction to that so you know when i first saw this i saw that video that i think you saw dennis where he the girl is just kind of dancing on him Mm -hmm. and then you know i thought that was a little bit you know, it's a little fucked up. And then Martin comes in and says, no, he was sticking this, his finger up this girl's butt. And, <laughs> and I was like, no, there's no way. The, the video is not that clear. And then he shows this alternate angle. <laughs> and the dude is, you know, he's like 50, what is he, 56, maybe 60. Oh, older than that, yeah. He's got grandkids. Yeah. He's sticking his finger, probably, I think it was thumb, up this 20-year-old's butt, just in the yeah. middle of a bar. Who does that? Yeah, Urban Meyer is 57. And, and thank you for, for mentioning my reporting. I, I dig really hard on these issues. I go to the front page of Twitter and scroll a little bit. Would you say uh, that you dig really deep? Uh, you know, I don't even think Urban dug all that deep. It was more of just like a glancing, like he's just like credit card, just like swiping it up real quick. Uh, I see this and I think Urban Meyer is too smart to not know what he's doing, if that makes sense. I think think he wanted to go deeper and he pulled back a little bit. Yeah. I think this is a man who called his wife, Shelly Meyer and was like, Shelly, I hate Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, for sure. I am. Oh, and four. Oh, for sure. And the only way I can get out of this is if I slip my thumb up this girl's ass on camera, he's playing 4d chess. I think he is looking to get out of Jacksonville. Oh, for sure. And get to one of the many college openings that's coming up this year. USC is already open. I expect LSU to potentially open up if that their season continues the way it is. I think Urban Meyer says, hey, I want to coach college again. And we'll see about five big time programs reach out. Open wide open doors. Come on. Slip your finger up here, baby. Right. And so you bring up a good point. So he was wearing his Ohio State pullover or whatever, right? This was he He was in Columbus. He was in Columbus after they played in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a drive away from Columbus. It's not like they're right next to each other. So he said, fuck you. See you later to his team. You guys can go. You guys lost. lost. Fly back by yourself. No yeah. food on the plane. No video games. Deep. Trevor, give me your phone. Booty. Yeah. And he's just going to finger just over the pants. Finger this girl. Thumb her. Yeah, it's a little bit in stinker. He did look yeah. really messed up. I will say, like, there are some photos of him, and, and including yeah. the one where he's dancing. It kind of looks like, again, you can't see where his hands are, but clearly we found that they were up this girl's bum. But I thought he was literally trying to hold on to the bar stool and not fall off. That's how messed up he was. <laughs> That man had that glaze over his eyes that we know all too well. (laughs) Let me ask you guys a question. Was he drinking to try and forget the loss or was he celebrating the loss? You know, maybe he wants to go Owen 
seventeen again, mm-hmm. and then he can get another first round quarterback. And then they can play a two quarterback system and, and just throw and them all you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Sam Howell. Oh, the more I watch Sam Howell, the more I'm like, this man's not going in the first round. Although he will go in the first round because as a team, running back, teams are yeah, he's a stellar running back. He's a he's a thick running back. Now that <laughs> is a thick RB one. Uh, teams get really reachy for quarterbacks, so I still expect him to go in the first round. But I've been a little disappointed with Sam this year, as is, is well documented in this podcast. I don't know, man. I think I think Urban Meyer thought the NFL would be fun. And he's like, oh, I got Trevor not. Lawrence. It's basically like coaching college. And it's not. No, it's a bunch of grown ass men that are not afraid of him and mm-hmm. called him out when he hired that scumbag from Iowa and are now calling him out when he sticks his thumb in girls' fannies. <laughs> I don't think it's as fun as he thought it would be. Where's where's their next game? Uh, we should warn their fans. Watch out for Urban Meyer. You know, keep it clenched because Urban Meyer is coming for that booty, yeah, booty which, hole. Wear two pairs of pants. Let's wear. I wish it was the Browns. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. Oh, All right, um, before we're gonna get back to fantasy in a moment, but actually, since we brought up NFL, I want to get your guys' quick hitter opinions on a couple of points here. Um, the first one: the Jets win. What do you what do you think about that, guys? J-E-T-S. It's just Jets. Better than the Lions. Yeah. It tells me how garbage the Titans are. It's a disappointing year. Even the Texans have a win, and they're quarterbacked by Davis Mills. Plaza, you ever heard of Davis Mills? Uh, Not until three weeks ago. Exactly. David Mills. All right. uh, Bills win 40-0 to a couple weeks after, or maybe the week after winning 35-0. to Thoughts on that? I think the Bills are probably the best two-way team in this league. I think that they will likely go to the AFC Championship. And then it's just a question if they can actually get through. Wow. For being as bad as at fantasy as you are, I think you know your NFL. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Why aren't you better at fantasy? I Well, I think if you look in the past, I have been. Unfortunate circumstances this year. Classic. A guy living in the past. I, I know. I live in the Matt present. Davidson. See, Just but I don't like live on a beer mile. I live on, you know, three years of con- sustained excellence. Hey, three years? second you in that beer mile, year? right? What'd you say? He's right. You did not win last year because it's still. I was second, though. It's still Believeland's year. Who, uh, that's who just remembers first second bro. place, bro? Stephen Kiss probably does. <laughs> <laughs> did he send you thank you texts once a week? Thank you for living <laughs> It's still my year. All right, guys. The, another one. The Cardinals beat the Rams, who I think will win the Super Bowl. Mm. Are they legit? Are you saying you think the Cardinals? You think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl? Sorry. Are the Cardinals legit? Are the, How serious okay. are you taking them? Of course. I, they're in the NFC yeah. West. I, I t- I'm the biggest NFC West homer out of the three of us on this podcast, if that tells you something. Of course, I'm a Seahawks fan. I like the NFC West a lot, and I think both of these teams are playoff teams. I'm surprised Arizona went on the road and put the whooping on them like that. Man, big old whooping. Big old whooping. Yeah, I was rather surprised as well, but I guess this shows that they're a little bit legit. The AFC West and the NFC West, two rough conferences. Well, you bring up the AFC, let's get to it. The Ravens go into the Shy Broncos and beat them. And uh, I, I guess what I wanted to point out was they now have a streak of 43 straight games with over 100 rushing yards and mm-hmm. managed to get it against the Broncos and they were running down the clock and instead of kneeling it, 
they ran uh, with Lamar Jackson, um, even though they could have just kneeled it to end the game. What do you think about that move? What do you think about that decision? Who the hell cares? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love doing that. Records. I don't care because they're not going to win the Super Bowl. 43 I, games. That's pretty impressive. Like, I, you know, I, I probably, if I were a, a Ravens fan, I'd probably be rooting for them to do that as well. My question is, there, it's it's 100 team yards rushing, right? 43 mm-hmm. games in a row, roughly yes. almost, you know, a little over three seasons or – uh about three seasons two to three three seasons seasons, yeah Yeah. um i guess i didn't realize how hard it is to get 100 rushing yards in the nfl that doesn't sound like a lot to me 100 team rushing yards that ties the record sacks count as Uh, that's a good question i don't know if sacks count but some teams have derrick henry how does he not get you at least 90 he has more than 100 rushing yards yeah after contact every game yeah, so I'm I am surprised that that is uh, some arbitrary record or streak, whatever you want to call it. I'm yeah. fine that they did that. I'm uh, t- last thing I'll say it. is that if I were the Broncos man and they did that to me, came into my house and did that to mm-hmm. me, if I had a chance mm-hmm. to hit them, I'll probably try to let them up. Okay, well, but they came into my house and, and beat my team, so they did. That. They did beat the team. They deserve the Broncos. What are what are y'all's uh, opinions about about Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career? He's old. Yeah. He's really old. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's playing himself out of the Hall of Fame like some people are saying, but he's really old. He's playing a team out of the playoffs. The Steelers aren't going <laughs> to the playoffs almost, this year. I almost wonder how much metal he has in his body. He just he kind of he's so robotic. He's a cyborg so many times. You think like he can't get an MRI anymore? He would just stick to yeah, it. Yeah, he would just stick to the top of it. <laughs> Zoop. That'd be kind of um cool. is it time for is it Mason Rudolph? Pittsburgh? I think so. Mason best, Rudolph. He must best known be for having a helmet. No, at him. Um, uh, Haskins is there. Dwayne Haskins. Mm, it's probably Mason Rudolph then. <laughs> <laughs> that's Guys, that's yeah. so sad. And also, Zoom just told me we're getting close to our forty-minute mark, and apparently, I have to. We have to end the pod in, in nine and a half minutes. Oh, oh baby, speed, speed, ten minutes. All wow, right. We need our next sponsor to be able to give us a Zoom Zoom membership. I feel like we've gone over 40 minutes every other time. Why, why is this week any different? Maybe it's because we have this uh, special guest on. And, oh, and Zoom is just Plasic's like time is precious. Shutting us down. Yeah. My time is precious. All right. So what should we do? Should we go back to fantasy? We can yeah. get to um, – let's get back to fantasy then, and then yep. we'll get our um, expert here to, to give us some advice. One so, minute per matchup. Um, b- before we move off of Martin, your matchup, I have one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two questions. One is how sure. did CD Lamb score only two points when his quarterback threw four touchdowns and his team scored 36 points? The most infuriating thing about living in Texas and being forced to watch the Cowboys every Sunday is that Dak Prescott throws the ball to every player that's not his best receiver, who is CD Lamb. Mm, okay. um, if I was like, Matt, are you, are you panicking about DeAndre Hopkins? I'm internally panicking about CD Lamb. I have a situation in the league where I'm like, oh my God, do I start CD Lamb, Tyler Lockett, Cordo Patterson in this flex position? Because my team is that deep. And I don't know what to do because every service is like, no, City Lamb's a lock for points every week. And yet he's somehow not a lock for points every week. While we're here, let's talk Here's about a- the Lions screwing me. Because <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. TJ Hawkinson, while his hair is wonderful like my girlfriend's, his quarterback has stopped throwing him the ball regularly. I kind of hate the Lions. And I had the nerve to start the Lions defense. Who's Good still for you. Points. They scored points. points. They scored points. I, I'm not going to have to make fun of myself, but 
two points, man. Oh, big sad. I'm done with the Lions this year, except for TJ Hawkins. I still have to start him. Pick up Khalif Raymond. Do you hey, think... if you're looking to trade for somebody that averages 2.5 points a game, let me know. Yeah. I'll take, wow. I'll take CD. We got a blockbuster coming up here. We got Mark Ingram <laughs> for Detroit defense. So we, oh, Ooh. you're talking about CD Lamb. Got yeah, he wants CD Lamb. Um, Martin, greedy. do you think yes, LaVisca Chenault has one of those voodoo dolls of you and he's sticking a bunch of pins in it because you took him out of your flex position and he outscored yeah. all of your wide receivers? Well, how was I supposed <laughs> to know that uh, DJ Chark's ankle was going to explode? <laughs> I didn't know that. Ronald Jones gets a garbage touchdown and now makes me feel like I can't drop him even though I'm going to drop him. AJ Green has been really consistent at the price of DeAndre Hopkins sucking a butt, so he might have to start. I'm kind of hopeful for Curtis Samuel going forward, but not an ideal first start. Did you hear that a... Plazic, the biggest loser of all people, laugh at you as I asked that question? Yep. That's where the nuts are right now. Yep. Let's That's move on to their, our next matchup. Uh, yep. Believeland versus Rob. Who Believeland was undefeated this year mm. um, and actually undefeated in this matchup after Sunday, but Rob got enough from Keenan Allen to steal a close win by three points. I'll be honest. I did not oh. think Rob would be the one to take down the Believeland LSU juggernaut. You know, I think Rob also has hit his stride this year, just like Ryan. And, you know, I think the common denominator here is that they're both married. I think the common denominator is that we've let Rob keep Alvin Kamara in like the yeah, fourth round true. for like the yep. last seven years. That's a pretty like, good factor. That is also true. Like, and he we, still hasn't been able to do anything with it. Yeah, every year he's like, yeah, I think I took Alvin Kamara in like the seventh round last year. I think I'll just keep him here. I I, I want to go back and look at the records. That dude's had Alvin Kamara for like since I was like an, uh, a wee Nino. A wee oh, Nino. Cleveland unfortunately got a bad game from Eastern Washington's oh, finest, um, which Cup. did not see that coming. Otherwise, he would have gotten the win. I think so, too. I look at this and I'm like, oh, my team is still really solid and I'm OK with this. I played the defense against Jacksonville and somehow got hosed while Rob got arguably one of the best defensive performances of the year. We'll see. True. I'm okay He's been listening this. to the pod, man. His defense scored a bunch of points. Yeah. I, I I'm okay. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm cook going forward, I feel better if I'm cook than I myself, if that makes him feel better. All right, let's move on to our next matchup. And uh, it's the Eastern Washington all-stars that win by one point Big against win. team Thor. Big Plazic, this was your win. best competition for low score of the week. They both scored 86 and 85 points. Mm-hmm. I don't really have much to say about this. Steve has uh, Pat Mahomes on his team. That's pretty much anything, the only thing um, worth it on his team. I love the people that were only like one or two points from Mike Williams to win their league. And like, oh, Mike Williams scores like 20 points a game. I got this. And then he gets 1.6 points and loses Glenn this week. Meanwhile, you know, I don't trust Steve anymore after he made that comment about Justin Fields being potentially good. There is no <laughs> chance. Would you would you change that if he played for a team not named the Chicago Bears? I, I don't think so. I, I truly believe that Justin Fields will go nowhere in the NFL. Wow. And if he I- and if he does start doing something decent, he's going to snap his leg. He's a skinny oh, quarterback. Gosh. I think a lot of people said that exact same two sentiments you just shared about Lamar Jackson. He's going nowhere and he's going to get hurt. But Lamar Jackson, he's much better of a playmaker than Justin yeah, Fields is. Elite, completely. Justin I, Fields a better passer. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't believe him at the, as long as he's with the Bears or as Boy, long as Matt Nagy's the coach of the Bears. Now we know we cannot trust Steve's football analysis and evaluation. He left the great Corey Davis on his bench with over 21 points. So yep. that tells me enough. 
All right. The last one we have, Plazic and Martin, is mm-hmm. the uh, Ryan Cook Deuces beating mm-hmm. Team Ong with a big week. Tyreek is back after scoring single digits the last two weeks. Um, Plazic, Tyreek scored 44 points. Yeah, it's, it's a little rough for me because in my other league, I was against Tyreek Hill, and that is the reason I lost. That's probably so, the reason why you lost, you lose and suck in this league, too. There are no other leagues, Plazic. That, that's fair. That's fair. Dennis, do you not have other friends? Is this what you're coming out and telling us? <laughs> you guys are the most important to me. Obviously. I think ever since, he, ever since he ripped his pants, no one yeah. wants to associate with him. <laughs> I'll tell you true. what, though. Every week that Alvin loses is a good week for America. And when Alvin does it in the most classic way, it's fantastic. Alvin lost by less than three points. So I feel like close. I need a noise effect for this. Every time that Alvin loses on this podcast, you hit some yes. noise effect. Yeah. Yes. Victory yes. screech. <laughs> I I'm so happy that Alvin not I'm not I'm not happy that Alvin lost. I'm happy that Alvin lost by playing a defense that scored negative three points. In the way that he lost. He lost by two point nine points, baby. I hope you know, every time I think looking at his phone. Every time that Alvin loses, he probably eats an entire bag of Costco. Uh veggie straws <laughs> just he just sits there, vegetables since they're in pain on monday night just on his on his bed eating veggie straws washing it down with kirkland vodka kirkland whiskey <laughs> i've got just one although cook got the win i don't know how many times we've told him this but dude play corderell patterson over mike davis what are you doing you left 33 points of corderell patterson on the bench Yep. I also have Cordero Patterson in a different league, and I face the same struggle he faces. If you look at him at the beginning of the week and think, there's no way you do it again. And then he keeps fucking doing it. Next week, four touchdowns for Cordero. Start the man. I'm going to have to start him. All right. So, guys, we have two minutes left. And it is a two-minute drill on our podcast. We'll uh, ask for um, our, our expert, our biggest loser, Michael Plazic, any fantasy advice, anyone you've been noticing, any pickups to make, uh, any thoughts on how you're going to do better this up- upcoming week? Yeah, so, you know, this has been a, sh- a struggle of a year for me. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. I'm relying on Mark Ingram as my third running back in my roster. So if I can give anybody any advice, it's don't pick up Mark Ingram. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's probably, on your team. You can't. Probably shoot for, for people that, you know, average more than 2.5 points per game like Khalif Raymond mm-hmm. like Khalif Raymond do not forget about Hunter Renfro or the weapon Matt Prater mm. because yep. that that's where I've struggled or the best team and... in our league has Prater the weapon as kicker and as we all know that correlation is causation and so if I can offer you guys advice just don't be me this year wow so well oh, said beautifully said so well said. I think we can close with that. Martin, you have anything else to add as we wrap up? Nope. I'm eliminating the Detroit Lions from this year's NFL playoffs. Oh, agree to disagree. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they're best, too. All right. Well, hey, Plazic, thanks for jumping on. Thanks, Zoom, for finally enforcing our 60 Less than an maximum. hour. Jeez. Just yeah, like we, always. We did, it this, we did it this week, Mom. You'll be proud of us. All right. Say Honestly, goodbye. Everyone. I might just um, play – Robbie Anderson this week and Mark Ingram just so I can come back and talk to you guys next week. Well, we're looking <laughs> forward to week. it already, buddy. Bye, guys. Adios.